You've tuned into the Are You Screening podcast, originally live and an effort to bring you instant reactions to films. We try to stick to that theory and bring you unedited, unfiltered, and largely off-the-cuff opinions of movies, along with interviews, industry news, and hopefully a lot more. Thanks for listening, and let's get right to this week's episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Are You Screening podcast. I'm your host, areyouscreening.com's own Mark Eastman, and with me as always is co-host extraordinaire Shane Leonard. Hello. And this week, uh, really one of our most popular weeks is our, our worst list. <laughs> I just told a friend, not to jump in so fast on you, I just told a friend of mine, uh, it's his birthday, so I'm like, hey, happy birthday, and he listens to the show, and I'm like, right. if you didn't check out last week, it was the best uh, and then I went, you know, it's the best list. Right. Maybe not our best show. Maybe, I don't know, maybe it is. <laughs> but I said, in this week, we're doing the worst. And he immediately texted me back and he goes, I love the worst. <laughs> right. And I was like, it's weird. I know a bunch of people. They just, eh, the best is the best. We'll see it on the right. Oscars. But right. the worst, we don't watch the Razzies. Let's see the worst. Right, right. And I think they yeah, love hearing and, us talk about it. So Yeah, and especially, um, <laughs> like, we get, we do get email, okay? So yeah. um, email us, you know, go to Are You Screening. We love uh, email. And uh, email. Either you can just use the, um, there's like a form. There's like, you know, yeah. go to contact. You know right. how websites work, right? Yeah. <laughs> there's uh, that. Or you can uh, email me at markeastman at com. And, you know, we do get mail. We don't talk about it a lot. And I even talk about this a lot. Like if if you would actually send us something that we could talk about. Oh, yeah. You know, not trying to rip on what you're sending us. But right. a lot of the times, you know... Um, like we got a couple of emails about like you're right, Vast of Night is good. I mean, you know, they, and then they we're right, yeah. But uh, that's not like a question right. or and we those are great, you know, like, you know like whatever, sure, yeah. Um, but our worst list, you know, we get like <laughs> we get emails, they get pushed back, and yeah. once again, I love it. <laughs> you know, we don't really get emails that are questions or right. things we can respond wrong. to <laughs> exactly or. <laughs> You know, whatever. Those are almost as fun too. Um, but it, so it's the worst. <laughs> it's the worst of the year. Yeah. And uh, I feel like, as far as covering other things, we've kind of uh, covered stuff fairly well at this point. Anyway, um, so who knows? The worst of the year list often is quicker. <laughs> anyway, right? Because that's, it's that's like true. this movie right. sucks, and I don't want to talk about it. Right. <laughs> Go look it up. Yeah. And find out what you need to know. Right. But who knows? Anyway, <laughs> um, but last week I was I was uh, just saying to you before we started the show. Uh, last week I had said it. This <laughs> seemed like a better year in some weird way yeah. because when I when I was making the list, I wasn't you know like stabbing my brain right, from having yeah. to think at all about the <laughs> movies. Now there are some really bad movies, right? Yeah, but there and. And I didn't see everything that right. there is to see. Uh, and there are movies you might, you know, look on the internet, find worst movies of the year, and maybe a bunch of them will have like, you know, movie X where everyone says it's the right. worst trash that ever happened, and it's not on my list. And I'm like, well, I get to not see <laughs> movies if I, right. if I uh, know it's complete trash, right? And I will tell you another thing. And I feel like this is good and bad in a, just a variety of ways, right? But okay. I I don't usually ever look at worst lists, right? I don't go oh, through do. and find people's yeah. worst lists. You got to. I will, if there are things that I 
read regularly and they have a worse list, then I'll read it, right? Yeah, right. But when we do the best list, like <laughs> what I pretty much do is I try to go through like everything I possibly can, you know, myself, mm-hmm. right? And then go, okay, I'm pretty sure this is the list. And then I'll go look at a bunch of lists and try and go, is there something that I totally missed um, that I need to check out real quick if possible or whatever or, you know. But I don't do that for worse lists. I don't, I don't go, look, I need to know what the, <laughs> what the movie I'm missing is but and you're- find it and watch it. So that I can go, yes, that is the number one worst movie. But you're missing out. Like, I just out. don't do that. Okay, here's okay. one reason why you're missing out. And you are literally one half of the poster boy tear sheet for this argument. I have two friends, two close friends. You're one of them. And you each are at odds on, on Midsummer. And oh, the Lord. year and the year that the lists came Did out you so ever was two watch years ago. Yet? Not yet. Uh, well, uh, not yet. So you can't last, even talk so, about No, it. but I'm just saying <laughs> one friend loved it, made his best list. Oh, Wasn't number God. one. But I think it was in the top three. God, maybe it was one. Oh, God. And it made your worst list, and it was number one. Yeah, yeah. So when you, this is like when you get, you, you know, you got to be careful who you share a hotel room with. Oh, yeah. You got to be careful who you get in an elevator with. You know, you got to be careful who you drive to Boston with. Because if at mile 18 of 200, you discover something about them that is against what you really thought about right. them you yeah you got to do some mental justification but see that's like i want to know if you think that's Midsummer a movie you're not gonna worst. Miss, no, right i know I mean, but that's I, like but i'm looking at stuff and i'm like look did um you know did uncut gems make your best or worst because right. that tells me a bit about you i'm not stunned if friday the 13th part 11 made your worst list right. okay that you know you're just taking low-hanging fruit but what did you think about Midsummer? Yeah, right. I got I to get you to talk to either my friend Mark or my friend uh, Joe. Yeah. So, I mean, in that regard, I, I do the same thing. I make my own list, and then I look, and I'm like, did I miss anything? Did I really miss anything? Right. And then I'm just like, well, what did everybody else think? But see, I so, think so. I think the difference is uh, when you're thinking about worse lists and you're finding other people, you know, there are plenty of people who watch you know, God knows, absolutely, even more than me, right? Yeah. Just absolutely sure, everything. They sit there and do it all. And uh, and they might get assigned some movie and go, I would have never found this, but right. fine, I have to watch it, whatever. Yeah. But the <clears throat> difference is if there is some like uh, ultra low budget, sad, like horror movie yeah. that only comes out, uh, <laughs> you know, whatever. Right, no. And, and and then a bunch of people go, yes, this is the worst movie, right? Well, right. I mean, I don't care, right? Right, I, don't, right. I know. <laughs> but but if there is some tiny budget, you know, thing that's hidden or whatever, and people go, this is awesome, right? Well, then I want to watch I wanna that, know, yeah, right? I know, but I don't. I I'm I not. I'm not digging a hole the other way right. to find right. like it. the worst things it. that ever happened. Okay. Bef- so before we jump in on the list, right, uh, there are a few things uh, to talk about. And some of them are, you know, I guess I sort of have a honorable mention of bad movies, but it's only like a few movies oh, okay. uh, or whatever. Yeah. But then also some other things like uh, when we did the best list, mm-hmm. we had here are some movies that are on a lot of people's best list. Yeah. And they are crazy, and I don't like those movies. Right. And so that's why we won't be mentioning them or right. whatever. And so I did look around a little bit at some worse movies, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, and there were a lot of things that came up. 
And and then there are some other movies that I want to mention otherwise. Whatever. A uh, couple of things. But I did want to say, uh, after last week, when you suddenly had Vast of Night at number one. Yeah. So I like looked over my list, and I'm like, man, because that really was good. Now, I didn't love it as much as you because yeah. I got a little miffed at the end. Yeah, um, right. So I so that kind of threw that movie. But man, watching the first half of that movie yeah. was just fantastic, right? I love that movie. But I just can't get it on my list. I can't, fa- you yeah. know, because the bottom of my <laughs> list it. is the Chicago Seven, right? And I'm like, look, it's not going to kick you. that out. Yeah, right. I, I don't think so. Right. And then I'm like, is is my whole list in a <laughs> messed up order because Chicago Seven is at the bottom, right? And I'm like, yeah, well, and so I like, you know, I this went why over I and lists. over my list. Yeah, and I'm like, ah, I just kind of can't do it, right? Yeah. Um, but I do want to just mention that movie again. Uh, so that people will go see it or mm-hmm. find out. Yeah. I feel like it was Amazon. Right? It was Amazon. Um, yeah. But man, that movie was good. It was and good. Yes. Uh, if you don't like the end or you don't like the last 20 minutes, you know, mm-hmm. I'm on your side. But right. it was worth watching the totally. first part of it to, to totally. watch. Not a great ending. It wasn't like the world's worst ending or anything like that. No, like I know. the movie just is completely yeah. destroyed and you can never watch it. <laughs> right. Um, but, I, you know, I didn't love it. And yeah. I'm sure other people are more okay with it than me even. But just yeah. the first part of that movie was really, it's really so great. good. It's fun uh, movie making and just watching it unfold. So another thing that I wanted to mention, um, because this movie had escaped... <laughs> my mind in general and yeah. it's, a, it's a good movie not oh, a bad movie I you except uh i did actually see it on someone's worst list um, okay which i think is bonkers but it reminded me the movie existed <laughs> and it's not a movie that would have been on my best list it's not uh that fantastic or anything but i thought it was a really good movie now it's like Uh-oh. a slow movie and a weird movie uh, but it's called the three christs and oh. it's uh, it's a movie about three people. I mean, it, it's it's that, about it, what it's about is very complicated. But yeah. it's a bit, <laughs> but what it has in it are three people in a mental institution who all think that they're Jesus, right? right? And it's Walton Goggins, mm-hmm. Peter Dinklage, and Bradley Whitford. Which and just watching sold, the three of them do anything, yeah, right? Done, is yeah. is that's a interesting movie, but it's a. It's very weird, and obviously, you know, it's about people who are crazy in a mental institution yeah. and, you know, conversations they have because right. they don't go on adventures yeah, or right. whatever, right? <laughs> right? They're in a mental institution. Yeah. Uh, but it's a really interesting, fun movie. And so it was neither best nor worst. It's right. safely in the middle? Right. It's it's mm-hmm. a good movie. It's like, you know, probably like seven or eight, depending on... Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, how much you can get into a movie about a mental institution and people just talking. Right. But if you think there's any chance you'll like that movie, I think you will. Yeah. So uh, check that out. I've been wanting to see it. Okay. Now, some other things, right? I wanted to mention a few other movies that are on a bunch of worse lists. Yeah. They might be on your worst list. I, I was just going to say, this might be fun. <laughs> and I think, you know, just one man's opinion, right? Right, right. I think if these are on your worst list, you haven't seen enough movies, or <laughs> you're just ridiculously mean to them. All right. And so we should say, Way once again, you more or less stick with things that we've done on the show. Yeah. 
and right. I do not. And right. that's just how both our lists work. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, cover everything. We obviously throughout the year only do about one movie. Yeah. And, and sometimes we will, you know, pick up and do and, and add some more so that we cover some more stuff. But in general, you know, we don't do every single movie, right? right. We'd have to do like five or six movies every week. Right. And that's not what we do, and you can't no. get that detail. So for purposes of making the list, <laughs> you stick with what we've seen. Yeah. And so maybe, you know, if we haven't seen whatever. Anyway, so uh, the movies that I want to mention are uh, Downhill. Okay. Which is... Force Majeure. Which is the remake of Force Majeure. And I'll tell you, it's not nearly as good. And Force as, Majeure as was your original. favorite movie oh, the God, year I you saw it. that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that movie is awesome. Right. Um, but it's Will Ferrell... And uh, Salma Hayek, no, it's no. Uh, Veep, yeah, um, Julia Louis <laughs> Dreyfus, yeah, right. Um, and it is not as good as the original, yeah. and it's not as good very specifically, uh, because you can blame everything that's worse about it on trying to Americanize it, yeah. right? And you're trying to like Americanize the humor and be a little less black, yeah, uh, about what's going on, <laughs> yeah. But it's still fun enough. I mean, it's still a it's still a pretty fun movie. It's still the general idea, except that they kind of, you know, it's not like we're shot for shot remaking it with new people in it or whatever. Even though it's very much the same idea, Um, it's not as good. But worst list, I'm like, man, yeah, I don't know. See some movies anyway. um, And then three (laughs) movies that. I saw on a lot of worst movies of the year list that I just kind of was blown away. And I can understand not liking these movies, but yeah. anyway, but the three movies are Artemis Fowl, Doolittle, and Scoob. Yeah. And that's such low hanging fruit, though. And right, they're all that's so children's easy. movies. Yeah, that's too easy. <laughs> uh, Artemis Fowl has some seriously goofy things in it. Mm-hmm. But you know, quite frankly, for being a children's movie and being the movie of this, you really liked stuff, that. There, there wasn't was really fine. anything yeah. wrong with it. It's like you know. So I was watching The Godfather the other day, and then mm-hmm. I watched Artemis Fowl, and one was way better. <laughs> one doesn't oh, hold up. Hooray yeah. for you! I mean, it's like <laughs> right, and it's like the same with Doolittle. Like it's kind of a screwy movie. Yeah, but it's very kids you know i mean right it's, it's like it's supposed to be low it's a it's like, a very kids yeah. movie and the thing that i think is interesting about this whole discussion which made me you know come out right with some of these things is that i have children's movies on my worst list right and they are awful and it's a very <laughs> different thing Jeez. right yeah they are really horrible but you know like Doolittle is it's screwy and a lot of it's mm-hmm. kind of goofy but you know my kids liked it. Right. It's, it's this is like fun me, and silly. Yeah, and, this is like me you know, railing whatever. on Sonic last week. It's kind of it's kind of like uh I don't like the concept of Doolittle mm-hmm. and that there are animals talking and therefore this is a bad movie. I don't know. Right. It's just weird. And Scoob, the animated Scooby Doo movie, like right. that's the worst movie. Like right. I mean, have you seen eleven movies? I'm with you right now. Like you. How many movies did you see? Yeah. I mean, it it's crazy. <laughs> Plus, it's actually not too bad. I mean, yeah. for Scooby Doo, for Scooby Doo, I mean, right. come on, it was anyway. So, is any plot in the in the universe more transparent than a Scooby Doo plot? Like, let me guess, 
yeah, I at the know. end, there's going to be an unmasking, right. and some adult is going to say, "I would have got away with it too if it hadn't been for yeah, you meddlesome yeah. kids." Like, uh, I, I will it. tell you though, the animated TV shows, the like for the reimagining yeah. versions that they've done in like the last five, six, seven years yeah. or whatever. Are actually really cool. Really? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of them. I are thought the way to, really, I would, really as a strange aside, I thought the best way to reinvent something when they were doing like, you know, Archie and Jughead and Riverdale and Sabrina and all these things, I'm like, reinvent Scoob and make it real complicated. Don't make right, it right. easy. Make it real deceptive about what's going on. Maybe even make it like a soap opera and don't have it be so cliche. Make it really right. like a mystery and you'll get everybody watching it. Right. It'd right. be so easy to do. But that's, uh, that's but, easy enough to say. But too bad for you. All too right. bad for me. Uh, so now, those out of the way, then uh, I have a few, like I said, I've got three <laughs> movies that count as like my honorable mentions. Oh my God, you got like list of list of lists here. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Um, so the three that did not quite make it on my list are, <laughs> uh, one is Underwater, which... Um, Kristen was, Stewart. Yeah, which was a good movie for like a half hour. Um, and then it's like, you know, when there's been a lot of talk actually this year about certain movies where you think you're watching one movie, Uh you know, like promising young woman, right? Uh You think you're watching one movie or one kind of movie or, Uh you know, like you think you're in a genre and then all of a sudden, boom, you're not underwater is like what happens when that goes horribly wrong, right? Like you think you're watching one movie and then all of a sudden the giant monster that's like, yeah, right bigger than king kong or whatever uh, lives underwater and is attacking everyone and you're wait what am i watching like (laughs) yeah even when it's like there's something's down there and it's attacking right like you're like okay fine there could be something down there and then all of a sudden it's like i mean there's a greek god (laughs) yeah right under there or whatever i don't know anyway that movie was awful but (laughs) Uh, but the first like half hour, I don't know, half hour, 40 minutes before things start going too screwy, I was kind of into that movie. Yeah. Like it was just, you know, they're in this station way underwater. It's, and it's like being drilling. in space, yeah. right? It's like something bad happens. We're as screwed as you can be. Right, right. And it's like, really, you know, screw comes loose and we're all dead. Yeah, right. right? And, it, and it was pretty interesting and she was pretty good in it, I thought. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it was just like. Yeah, it was like you were watching Scooby Doo. It was like, <laughs> yeah. guess guess what movie you're in, right. sucker. Anyway, uh, so when I saw that movie, I thought for sure it was on my list, right? Yeah, you gave it a three and a half, and then uh, and then it wasn't. But that's that's the trick we talked <laughs> last then, week. The numbers, the numbers yeah. don't always mean something. Um, so. Okay, and so the other two are Capone, which is oh uh, really? Oh god, yeah. Uh, which Tom is, Hardy's uh, thing, yeah. And man, it's just, it's so That's too goofy. Bad. I was looking and forward to seeing Boring that. and oh, like, All right. you know, one nonsensical cliche after another. And it was, it was actually really funny watching that. Wow, that sucks. Because, uh, because you know, I'm always saying if that's the truth, lie. Yeah. And if you're lying, what the hell are you doing when this is about a real person or whatever, right? Yeah. And this movie was even worse. I'm like, either this guy's life was like some. This part of his life, it's like right. way it's at thing. like the end yeah. of his whatever. Anyway, I'm like either this guy was uh, you know sent here by God as a joke, and this is what happened to him, right? Because you know whatever. I don't know. It was like everything that happened. You were like, <laughs> really? Like that's. <laughs> 
I don't know. And and it was just... uh, Well, I can skip that. I don't know, man. The dialogue was awful. Anyway, it was horrible. Capone Capone is the kind of film where you start telling me this, I easily believe it. Not because it's you, but I could see that movie either being like really awesome, well acted, or you're like, it's real cliche, it's real weak. I'll tell you another thing. That is like a big thing that struck me this year because, you know, I'm professing anyway that this year in some sense wasn't that bad compared to most years but that was one of the things that really hit me this year was so many movies that either you know weren't quite on the list or are on the list or whatever Uh were such wasted efforts yeah like this could have been it could have so cool right um because the other one uh on my honorable mentions is rebecca Oh, which was interesting remake Alfred Hitchcock. And then it's kind of like uh, you're remaking an Alfred Hitchcock movie, like because you hate Alfred Hitchcock and everything he ever did. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But I'm going to show you like, I'll show you who makes a movie or whatever. It's like everything that was good about Rebecca and Rebecca is not my favorite anyway. Uh, There's a lot of Alfred Hitchcock movies. I like a lot better, but it is, you know, it's yeah. That doesn't it's make it fine. bad. Right. That makes it a bad Hitchcock right. movie, right? right. Um, but it, it was. It was like everything was uh, was so weird. It's like they looked at it and like every decision Hitchcock made, they were like, "What if we go the other way?" I yeah, mean, and, and right. it was it was just weird, and uh, it was almost it was very like stagey to like a weird degree, like where. Mm-hmm. Nobody's actually trying to be a person. They're trying to be like this character that's sticking their chest out, going, "Look at right, me, look be at a me. character." I'm, yeah, <laughs> I, I'm interesting. I'm, I don't know. Yeah, <clears throat> I don't know. Anyway, and that's one that you know, if you're going to remake that, you could have made something. You could have really done, yeah, you interesting out of that. You could have really done something. Yeah. But no. All right. So that's all my not quite on the list stuff. The quick disclaimer I'll give is it's been a really weird year. There's an asterisk for a couple of reasons on the whole list. But I did the best that I could. Like Mark said earlier, I really just focused on the films that we did the for the podcast. Uh, there might be one small exception, but I saw it for the podcast, so that's why it counted. And you know, there are three just misses, and and there's a quick caveat for that. So one that didn't make it was Project Power. It's the Jamie Fox film that was on Netflix. Oh yeah, yeah. and I rated it five. It, right. it was okay. Right. But when I start lining up all the films, and I usually go through and weed them out based on putting them all in the lowest score first and seeing like, is there anything that I changed my mind about? Right. Is there anything in there that I really changed my mind about for the negative? You know, it's not always just looking at the low numbers. Even though this was at five, it was in the running, um, but it didn't it didn't quite make it because I found others that I liked less. Strangely, one I think you liked a lot more than I did that almost made it is Robert Pattinson's High Life. I wound oh. up giving that only a four, and I still kind of stand by it. I, I just I, it didn't land on me anyway, and I I did not like the end enough so that I was like, yeah, but I didn't hate it. I didn't no, hate that it that much. Was on my best list last yeah. year. I didn't hate it that much. And then the last quick one, so we can get into the list, is one that if I had put on the list, it would have come with a huge asterisk because it might be the only way I could have gotten back into this house. Eurovision came close because of the score that I gave it. It's one of the rare ones that we have a big gulf between us. I gave it a four. You gave it a nine. 
And I just, I was bored by it. I didn't like it. I said I'd rewatch it again. I haven't seen it yet. But if I went by the numbers, it probably would have made the list. Right, right. And that would have been a problem because I did not hate it. I don't (laughs) even think it's one of the worst films I saw last year. I think Project Power is worse than that. But this is why you don't go by the numbers. This is why you actually put them in an order and you think... For me, and and we separate a bit here, for me, some of the things on my list are because they're just stupid. They're just bad movies, and they worked against me enjoying them. Some of them were terribly disappointing. Some of them didn't try anymore. Some of them tried too hard and were just like ripping off things. Like There's a number of reasons why I didn't like a movie, and we'll go over them really quickly, but it can be kind of complicated. Right. So those are those are the three that didn't make it for me, just to give a sense of what was in the running. Right, and like you were saying about uh, you know the ratings and the list, and people do ask us about that every once in a while. Yeah, we have a really old show where we talk about rating things. We frequently talk when we're making the list about how it's not just the best movies are not just line up your scores. It's not the and, numbers. It and can't see be. what they all are. <laughs> and I think really what it comes down to is that if that were the way that it were. Right. Then what you're saying with your rating is that your rating is like an objective fact about goodness or something like that. And not any, you know, like every different movie, like we, like we frequently say, I frequently say, yeah. um, Where does your rating come from? And depending on where you think it comes from, then, I mean, I guess just ordering them like that would make sense. It's kind of like if, uh, you know, you took like Metacritic or Rotten Tomatoes or something like that and just said, well, see, the best movies are just this. Like right, this, and that's irrefutable. These are the top yeah. things, and there you are. That's how yeah. you know, right? Anyway. Uh, all right, so we'll go on right. with the list. Here we go. Let's see. And, this ought uh, to be good after you. All right, so I'll start. Slammed on I guess. Yeah. I think that's what we did last week. So I think so. We might as well just stick with it. Yeah. Uh, okay, my number 10 movie, which... Here's another movie that's uh, a oh, lot like boy. Underwater, right? Okay. When I saw this movie, I thought, well, there's number one. Right. <laughs> and now it's 10, right? right. And okay. not only is it 10, but it almost wasn't on the list at all, Ooh. right? Because I almost had Capone. Okay. I, 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 yeah, I was you were like, juggling. You know, okay. Capone was like right there. But it's The Secret Dare to Dream with oh. uh, Katie Holmes, yeah. and it's the uh, movie of the book ish sort of but it's a also a strange romantic non-comedy yeah <laughs> like well, that's not it's that not a romantic fetching. comedy that sounds great it it's it's a romantic comedy in uh i guess if you're overlaying your bullet points right. of the plot I right you if you're <laughs> Yeah, if you're if, if you're, you're taking really your blueprints and yeah. putting them on top of each other, <laughs> yeah. then it's a romantic comedy. Uh, if something has to be funny, then yeah. it's not <laughs> <laughs> right. But and it's uh, and it's such a it's such a weird thing because uh, so the secret is uh, super goofy, right? So if you want to never listen to us again, that's so this, this is, is probably not this the show for do. you anyway, right? Yeah. Um, but. So the secret is, you know, the power of positive thinking and everything, right? right. And if you just think about it, uh, <laughs> like the millions of people who have read this book are all billionaires now, right? Because right. they know the secret. But it's so positive thinking and everything, right? And I'm watching this movie and I was like, am I watching a different movie? Is this not what I think it is? Because right. I'm like, 
This is the story this is of the, the power of, of yeah. positive. Uh, anyway, right. I don't know. So it's horrible in a lot of ways, right? Yeah. And uh, it's very, it's very like wooden, which is generally just what a character is, right? Right. <laughs> That's a description for a bad character. <laughs> this one is like the whole movie is like very wooden. It feels a lot like it was literally written by eighth graders. Like it's <laughs> some right. some class at some rich school in California has like a hell of a budget and put together, you know, whatever. Like right. this is their project for school or something. Yeah. And uh, even worse is uh, Katie Holmes is, oh, you know, in general, I don't completely hate her. Right. Right. Uh, she's been in stuff <laughs> where I'm like, all right, fine. She's fine. Yeah. Right. She's not good. But she's been fine, right? She's been in stuff where I That's didn't awful. have any kind of problem with her. I was yeah. like, she's perfectly fine in this. And, uh, you know, I really got nothing negative to say about her. But this movie and her performance here is almost like a person who goes, I was in Dawson's Creek and that was really popular. And therefore, what I was doing is good acting. Right. And so I better do that. It was so, it was really, it was really weird. Anyway. Wow. Uh, yeah, don't go watch that. <laughs> All right, that's my 10. 10, 10 for me is easy, uh, even though you already mentioned it. <clears throat> it's underwater. Uh, it The best thing that it has going for it is uh, a semi-interesting 12 minutes to open, which is sizable considering that the movie is 95 minutes long and you figure six of that is credits. The movie is like really... It's, it's designed brisk. to be incredibly brisk because... A minute into the movie, danger is happening. And I thought when I started watching it, I was thinking a bit of you. And I'm like, what? Where did, maybe this is one of those genre films because you're not wild on certain films like horror films. Right, right. And I thought, God, this might be one that's right up my alley because he, I remember you rated it real low. And I don't hate the way this is going. Right, right. And then what it started to do for me was just almost Katie Holmes, what you're doing, it's it's set up a bunch of things where people are in danger and it's all very derivative of movies that I really love, like Aliens and The Abyss and I guess kind of Deep Blue Sea because that's an underwater film-ish. But people are, are trapped and they're corralled and they have to fit through tight spaces like The Descent and there's a monster and there's things and it just never earned anything it tried to show me. It was just trying to build up something through the frenetic pace of a clock ticking. Right. And that works for someone like Hitchcock who can show you the briefcase under the table with the timer counting down and you're really nervous because you're like, my God, they've got to move. They've got to get out of right. here. But this just tried to capitalize on everything that it was trying to imitate and mimic without earning any of it. And it really, it really put me against it once yeah. I realized it was doing it. It was pretty lazy, even though the idea was okay but i haven't seen such bad cgi for like a like an not the epilogue but like the climax of a film it just reminded me of like wonder woman when they're all fighting you know aries and everybody and it, it's all look, it was it like awful and i'm like just because it's blurry and dark doesn't excuse you from you know what it was something. like seriously i mean because i hated that too yeah i hated a lot of stuff about it yeah um and you're right. It was lazy, and it's like a goo. It's not only formulaic, but it's like a goofy formula. It's a goofy formula. <laughs> it's like right. it's like so. Yeah, it's, thank you. It's double bad, right? <laughs> Especially like you know they start like crawling through the tube yeah. thing, 
And, oh, we have to swim under this thing. I mean, yeah. I'm like so rolling my eyes yeah. the whole time going, Jesus, like right. move on. Right. But you know, at the end, what it's like, <laughs> it's like at Disneyland, the submarine ride. Like you're looking out the window. <laughs> oh, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then, right. then all of a sudden, mermaid comes yeah. by. And you're right. like, hey, hey, mermaid. Look at that. There <laughs> you go. Yeah, so was, I, I, somebody had told me that it was supposed to be, or some, maybe the writer had hinted and intimated that this was... Uh, a Lovecraft Cthulhu story and that what they had woken in their drilling was the great old ones. And I thought, okay. And that would make me excited because I love Cthulhu stuff. Uh, This sucks. This sucks. So that's my 10. Number nine is, um, it cracks me up because... I mean, in a way, I feel like I'm stretching. But you know, for a second there, I was like, I never heard of that movie. Yeah, it cracks me up. Yeah. Nine cracks me up because it's Hubie Halloween. And I feel like, in a way, I'm really punching down on it. But, again, this is a strange year. Some of these are very strange asterisk entries. And I think it's interesting that someone who was on my best list last year made something that's on my worst sure. list this year. But and it's there also are, not that surprising. And it's also not that surprising. There's some actors and actresses out there who could do that reliably alternately every year. Right. And maybe Adam Sandler is one of them. I will say a couple quick things really quick. If if it seems easy to take a swing at this, I disagree. One of my favorite movies last year was an Adam Sandler monster movie. And I defy anyone to watch Hotel Transylvania 1 or 2, and I saw them late. Right. I saw them last year. I defy anyone to watch those movies and tell me they're not fun. And they're not, they're not well done. Like, they're great. They're surprisingly great. I think Hubie Halloween would have been really effective if it had been animated. But the simple fact you have to watch Adam Sandler do his little Nicky Bell's palsy imitation and make the dumb voice and be the stupid guy. And at some point, which is my argument for Will Ferrell in in Eurovision, strangely, you got to look in the mirror and say, look, I'm almost 60. I can't keep playing these dumb man children anymore. I got to do something better. I got to do something different. If Steve Buscemi, if David Spade, if Rob Schneider, these are all guys that I either couldn't care less about or kind of like in their older films, if they're in an Adam Sandler film, I feel like it's almost 75 to 25. I'm going to like it because I like dumb Adam Sandler movies and they're always in them. This one is just so ignorant and it made me feel like it was dumb and telling me you're dumb watching this one. And I just, I couldn't get into it. And that's from an Adam Sandler fan. So nine for me is Hubie Halloween. And uh, okay. So, and a lot of that, I'll just throw out real quick. That's not on my list. Um, You saw 10 films. So, so a, that's not on my list. And B wasn't even like super in the running on my list. Interesting. Because I just, I, I hate a lot of stuff about that movie. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, he irritates the hell out of me when he does like that. these, these yeah. awesomely dumb things. Yeah. And these, uh, you know, all the movies he makes, he's got a lot of movies on Netflix that are just yeah. like one's dumber than the next <laughs> and everything, right? <laughs> that should be the next title. Um, but he also does like good things. He does things good that things. I like. And the thing that's the worst about it is you can't always tell which no. way you're going, right? Because you know, one movie that is is um, what's it? It's like bedtime stories. Bedtime or stories. Like I went it's into sweet. I went into that movie going, oh god, I have to watch this no, now. It's great. And then that was like a cool movie. It's really you're like, good. well, what the hell? Right. Like, <laughs> right. You just can't know, right? Yep. 
Um, but for as much as I didn't like that movie, I didn't like it in a way that I was okay with. There was enough that, yeah. that I didn't like hate it. Right. Uh, you know, like real vehemently, there was so much of it that was like really stupid. And so, so much of the movies he's in are just like he and his friends all get They're together just and get drunk. Out. Right. And you know, like somebody's taking notes. Yeah. And in the morning, they're like, we have to shoot in the morning. Yeah. Like, whatever comes right. out of this. And, yeah. You know, I don't know. And it was bad, but I didn't hate it. And plus, I didn't hate it nearly as much as some of the stuff that he's been in that right. I've hated. That right? you've hated. So, right. All right. So my number nine yeah. is uh, the Jesus Rolls. Oh, yeah. Which is, uh, it, it's like a sequel uh, in it, in a very special way to the Big Lebowski, right? Yeah. It's... Um, it's like the the one right. character Turturro, right? yeah, the yeah, Jesus, it's, yeah. It's a uh, it, it's John Turturro, who <laughs> and it's like it's like this weird vanity project kind of uh, I don't know, man. I just want to do that character more. <laughs> People always ask me at the store to do not, it. Yeah, right. And yeah. it's like there's not there's kind of a story, and this is one of those movies <laughs> that I'm like, you know, if he had just not been so in charge of everything right mm -hmm. if he would have just got a couple of people and said look i want to do this thing somebody make a good movie out of it right and then he'd have done it man i'd have been on board for that sure and that could have been something might, interesting might have been really fun and we see stuff about like when he's in prison what happens when he gets out of prison <laughs> you know he goes on like this road trip and whatever yeah and the whole thing was just like, you know, you, you get like, and I love him yeah. in general. John right? Turturro is great. I love everything that he's in except yeah. this. I mean, yeah. uh, uh, I love every time he shows up in a movie. I think he's yeah. awesome, right? Yep. But at some point, like, I don't know, you get like wrapped up in your own head about what yeah. happens or something. And there's just something about the fact that he had so much fun. Right for, with his couple of days on the Big Lebowski. Right, I mean the you know that character is not hardly in the damn film I know. anyway. Right, he's yeah. got like five total minutes yeah. in that movie. Anyway, but you know <laughs> you just fall in love with something and then boom, there it is. And yeah. oh, it's just awful. It's so awful that it's almost like you feel like you can see like the rest yeah. of the cast right off. Right. The off camera, you know, and yeah. it's like everybody's just on vacation. It's right. just like a goofy, I don't know, <laughs> self-indulgent, like, yeah, I'm going to make a that's movie a good, and have that's good a good one. Anyway, I don't know. That was bad. All right. Eight. My number eight is uh, Come Away with uh, Angelina Jolie. Yeah. And uh, one thing that I do love about this movie uh, that, that, you know, this movie is responsible for yeah. anyway is that uh, so? I was looking through some some worst lists. This is on some people's worst lists too, you know. And uh, somebody at one point, I don't know who it is, so I can't give you the quotation or whatever. But somebody at one point said, despite the acting abilities of Angelina Jolie, and so I got to like have a laugh, and <laughs> right. that That's was actually, that yeah. was that was fun for me. I right. got to have like a moment of you know being entertained. <laughs> so this is uh, definitely one. This is like some weird, 
It's like this movie is like psychotic. This movie is like actually having a mental illness <laughs> and you're watching it happen or whatever. Yeah. But it's like this weird like fan fiction thing of like Alice in Wonderland and Peter Pan mm-hmm. and Angelina Jolie is like the parents and it's uh it's David Oleyewo. I, I don't That's know. That's probably closer than I can do it. Name. Um, and you know, he's one of those people that God damn it. I can't, no one will say his name. Right. So, so I, I never can't have hear a frame of reference. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, at, they're like the parents, they, they, they have all these problems. They're going through difficult times. Their kids like go on adventures and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, this should be my number one movie this year. Like if this yeah. movie, like, th- because it's like a crazy, like fantasy, like these uh, it, it's it's very theoretically it's it's a movie that could like really talk up to kids you know sure it could be like uh, yeah I mean they have to like shoulder the burden of things to a certain extent they yeah. have to like be in charge because their parents are kind of like out of commission because they're right they're depressed they're broke they're whatever you know and uh, and and the kids actually the actors who are the kids are not bad so it's not their so fault, that's easy right? it's not they're, that, they're yeah. okay. But man, the movie is just like the most bonkers, like <laughs> being really high. And I had no movie. interest. Who knows? Yeah, I had no interest. It's, in uh, but one. it was horrible. But also, not only was it bad, but the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, you know, this, like, um, a weird, like, Finding Neverland kind of a story mm-hmm. where it's like how he came up with Peter Pan or yeah. something like that. And it's like a, fake backstory but right. there's truth in it whatever but this is also just like complete fan fiction insanity like what if these <laughs> characters actually came from some other right. whatever the hell and it's all it's all <laughs> it's so bonkers you can't even explain it but anyway it was horrible and awful to watch wow. all, right. all right so now i did nine and eight so you did eight so my eight um my eight is bill and ted face the music which probably would get a few groans and emails from a few people out there. Uh, Another 90 minute movie that has the reverse problem that underworld had for me. I was, you know, you take six minutes off for the credits and it's like, you know, 85 minutes and you think that's great. This is what you can get these guys on set for. The problem is I was bored for almost 84 minutes of it. And knowing all along how it had to end, just hurry up and get there. Stop the dumb time traveling that doesn't make any sense, except we've got you on set for four more days and we got to do something fun. So let's put you in a cyborg costume. Like it felt so wandering and undisciplined and unfocused. And it seemed to just expect that I would give my money because I've already given my money to the previous two. And that I would love the idea so much that Alex Winters and Keanu got together one more time. No, no. You're too presumptuous. You didn't do the work and you expected a high grade. Sorry, you failed. I I friggin' almost loathed that movie. But that's number eight for me. Um, Seven for me, moving a little quicker, is The Little Things. And we, we reviewed this pretty recently. I thought it had a lot of promise. I, it's one of those rare films that the end and the reveal that the end sets up really made me dislike it in retrospect. The more I was entertained by anything that was happening, I just had to look at it again and be like, you were also just really lazy. You were trying to ride off tropes. The best thing about the film is how weird Jared Leto's character is for the brief amount of time he's in there. 
the best thing about that is they really sparsely lay that in so he feels like he's in more of the movie. But it's so clumsy and it's so purposefully like ham-handed to try to facilitate emotions that it's too stupid to create through narrative. And the biggest way to describe that is the first time you see Jared Leto's character, we automatically hear the dark music, the dun-dun-dun, he looks ominously, and he has no reason to be in that scene except he to looks, say, hey, he looks crazy and this is... His mustache. And, and I hate the film enough. I'm sorry if you haven't yeah. seen it. Skip forward 10 seconds, starting now. I hate the idea that they do it only because they want to make you think he's the killer. Right. And that's so lazy. Like, don't do that. So seven for me was the little things. Right. Uh, and I will say again, neither of those are on my list, yeah. even though they are both really, really bad. Uh, the little, the little things <laughs> the little for things me worse. is, uh, like, like almost an order of magnitude worse than Bill and yeah, Ted. I agree. Um, Bill I and Ted, I at least could find a little bit of fun with and, that. and Bill and Ted, I was kind of okay with the idea, you know, more than you, it's still bad. Okay. No, but, I know. <laughs> but I was, uh, I was a little bit more okay with the idea that it, we really are just kind of screwing around to make yeah, a movie, right. and and not, you know, not so much that it's like just this passion project that should have never got made, um, but just that hey, we want to have some kind of actual end to the story instead of just having two movies where we allude to it or whatever. Yeah. And some of it was fun, and I liked their daughters. The daughters uh, were fine. I, I like the stuff that they yeah, were in, and they I were agree. cool. Um, and I actually well. like both of those actresses yeah. too. And uh, and so you know, it wasn't awful, but it is bad. And I wish it was so much better. And it could have been so much better. <laughs> the last nail for me, I'll say, is that maybe in a non-COVID year, this would have had a bit more favor on it. But if I had to sit through <clears throat> and watch Bill and Ted face the music during COVID in a theater taking precautions thinking if you i die for out. this right, right. if i die for this the world is going to burn so anyway all right so, so that's your eight, that was my 8 and 7 eight so you're seven. 7 my 7 is the witches and oh. uh huh. and there's there's your your start <laughs> with um it's like a kid's movie, right? Yeah, right. Here we go. But but <clears throat> it, as opposed to Artemis Fowl or Doolittle <laughs> or whatever, right? So First of all, the story is really cool. The sto- the original story, right? The story is really cool. The like old animated movie yeah. of it is really cool. Really cool, right? From what I remember. And this movie is like, you know, again, it's like Alfred Hitchcock, right? right. This is a movie made by a person <laughs> who hates that movie, hates the story, right? And and not only that is uh is is just blatantly stupid about making movies that might be for any kind of younger audience you know this movie yeah. made me think <laughs> of uh, uh it's got a strange reverse of your thing about uh japanese horror right oh, like right. you know like you're like i'm not scared of wet hair and or big eyeballs, eyes right yeah. so so, it so this isn't going to be scary yeah. this is like the exact opposite of that because if you don't realize that the stuff you're making is way too scary for the audience <laughs> <laughs> that you're watching, See, that makes me want to watch this, right? Yeah, and uh, and I I at least 
kind of <laughs> thought it was, you know, in a schadenfreude kind of weird, fun for me way that yeah. the movie got some backlash over like the weird Anne's claws fingers. and stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> and, but I'm like, seriously, if you have kids, you don't know, this is not rated R or whatever. This is for like young kids, right? Right, right. And the movie has the <laughs> creepiest freaking, like my kids wouldn't finish this movie. Right. I mean, oh, they, wow. They were like, yeah, I'm out. I like, didn't know it that. Was, Ooh. It, it has parts in it that are just messed up. I got to watch plus, this now. Plus, it's it's just bad anyway. Yeah. I mean, all the, all the acting in it is like overacting like to 11 <laughs> or whatever. And it's, it's, yeah. it's just thoroughly goofy. And basically, and this is a movie that is like, if you watch a horror movie and it says based on true events, right? right? Like right. this movie is based on yeah. <laughs> the witches or whatever, and because there are witches. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Uh, and it, it's just, it's awful. And there's nothing in it for me. Right. Right. I, yeah. I did, it was not like you could watch a children's like I was just hating everything. Right. But sometimes you hate stuff and you go, Well, I mean, but for kids, it's right. yeah. you know, so it's right. probably pretty good. <laughs> this, like my kid my kids hated it. Yeah. Were like scared to death. Like I said, wouldn't finish it. And it's just there's like weird, gross there's this stuff where they like elongate their bodies. And and uh, Anne, is awesome. Anne Hathaway is yeah. like making her arms really long by her bones, like <laughs> crunching and this is cracking. Great. And I love it. Uh, I'm watching it, this. No, it's it's so so so. This bad. sounds great. Okay, uh, and so my number six, six, my six is Birds of Prey. Oh, uh, because <laughs> because I hated that movie. Sucked <laughs> because it yeah, was just, uh, yeah that movie sucked. Yeah. I don't even need to talk about Birds of Prey. I think yeah. everybody knows Birds of Prey. You've you all seen it. You all it. loved you it. You liked Birds of Prey. You gave no, it a six. No. You did? Yeah, but I hated it. <laughs> uh, but okay. um, I don't know. Maybe I soured on it over time. Maybe. But I, uh, I I've watched thought. some of it again. Oh, right? God. Why? Uh, because things happen. Jeez. And I watched some of it again and went, no. No. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not finishing that again. Yeah. Um, I did like if I'm you know trying to say positive things about it, right? There were some parts in the beginning there that are. I was like okay with, yeah. right? Yep. Um, but the last half of the movie, or at least close to the last half, no, I, I think, exactly. think you're being generous. I think it's a little more than that. The last half of the movie completely ruins for me anything that's good about it. So I mean, maybe there are positives, and maybe I didn't hate it as much at the time. But everything that happens in the end is like one like worst decision after the next. Like everything you decided to do, and yeah. then and then someone came in and said, "What should we do here?" Yeah, and it was just goofy and like almost like really childish. Yeah, I mean. It, <laughs> That Margot Robbie so, opener anyway. is not bad. You're right. That, right, right. The way it starts out, it it doesn't do the bad. And, and the thing that I also don't like about the beginning, and uh, we're getting close on time here. Yeah, with, we'll, uh, we'll go plenty faster. to do. But the beginning sells you on a thing that you're not actually going to get. You know that mm -hmm. I think like that. Yes, beginning totally opening with her and everything is like, oh well, so we're going to go this way, yeah. and then the movie goes, no, we're not. Yeah, no, I one hundred percent agree with you. That's one of the big things, and you only realize it like twenty five minutes in. You're like, wait, what happened to the great stuff right, you were right. you were delivering me? <laughs> right. Okay, I'll I'll try to pick up a little bit. This will be a little easier because I hate these so much. It, it should be quite simple. Uh, six for me is Hillbilly Elegy, and for the most part, I thought it was 
everything. And you actually said almost everything I wanted to say last week when you were just mentioning Hillbilly Elegy. It's just so strangely patronizing that it's probably a really good book, but in the ability to transcribe that and adapt that into a story, it, you just wind up making everything look like a cliche or a pastiche of really obvious stereotypes, and you need a lot of talent to do it. And you got Amy Adams and Glenn Close. You got a fair amount of talent there, and they're just not doing it. Right. And it's not because they're incapable. It's because the story is just it's just so blah and ignorant, and the way that they do it is fragmented to the point to just put me at odds with it. So Hillbilly LG was six for me. Uh, five for me was The New Mutants, and that was a movie that I'd waited years to see, knowing all along it was going to suck, because if it was great, they wouldn't have left it on the shelf, and I thought, okay, maybe they can still salvage it. There had a few nice things. The special effects were really awesome, but the story, the story, the story which is always my primary motivator for how good a film is. The narrative has to be good. Or what am I doing? And the story in this was just garbage. And it just felt like one studio executive notes after another to contradict everything that was supposed to be happening. (laughs) It was just a mess of a movie and didn't have to be a mess, but it was. Right. So that's my five. Okay. uh, So once again, neither of those are on my list, even though they are both (laughs) like really close. Hillbilly LG, I hated just like you but i hated it in like a softer way like i i hated it but then also in a way where it's probably not gonna get real high on my list but it was so patronizing i really felt like it was telling me like you have to like this because of the subject matter and And i'm like no i don't right and and you know new mutants uh i didn't like that at all either right you hated but i didn't like that movie i i hated it but also like i hated that movie in a way that almost made me sad yeah like i was like forgiving i couldn't forgive it i couldn't forgive it i I'd waited too long. So, all What's right. Your five? So now uh, we're on. My five is uh, Super Intelligence, the <laughs> Melissa McCarthy movie. Yeah. Which, um, <laughs> that's funny. You know, for me, uh, so I hate Melissa McCarthy yeah. in anything where like she's in charge, right? When she's not in charge, I like her in things, right? right? I, I know. mean, you this know, this is a riot. She was. She was okay in the Gilmore Girls, right? Or like yeah. Bridesmaids. She's great like in Bridesmaids. She, you know, she's really good. Yeah. Anything where her and her husband have collaborated on making something. Oh, my God. First of all, absolutely nothing funny happens. Right. Except, I don't know. They they just have a weird sense of humor. They're just I making guess. each other laugh. They just, Yeah. They, they love it. They are, <laughs> they've got their little in-jokes and yeah. uh, people give them money to make <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Uh, there were a couple of things in this movie that were like moderately amusing. Sure. You know? There always are. But it's just like all her last, yeah. you know, few movies. They're just, yeah. they're just horrible. I don't know. I, I can't stand them. Yeah. Uh, my number four is the tax collector, uh, Shia LaBeouf movie oh. where it's like mob kind of thing. Oh man. Yeah. I and forgot it all about is, that. uh, it's really, really horrible, right? <laughs> it's really horrible. In, in a variety of ways, right? And like uh, like I said, we won't talk about everything for too, too long because right. we're getting close. Um, but <laughs> it, it's it's awful in a variety of ways. But the one that hits me the hardest and uh, other people could have different takeaways is if you have ever seen any movie about organized crime, right? right this movie is an absolute waste of time. Right. Like, all it does is everything that ever happened in every other movie. It's so bonkers. It's kind of like, uh, there was a point, right? Uh, 
I, I don't know how much you watched Boardwalk Empire, right? Uh, I, I need to watch more of it. I, I, I have a bare minimum of knowing about it. But So there, there was a point in Boardwalk Empire, right? Because I liked it a lot, yeah. right? Um, but you get past like the first maybe four episodes, right? And you go, oh, this is great. And I don't know exactly when stuff happens. Sure, I right. mean, I'm, no, I know, you know it's all I'm guessing. Yeah. But you watch like the first four episodes and I'm like, oh, this is great. And then you watch the fifth episode, yeah. right? And and it's not like the fifth episode was bad. Right. But after you watch the fifth episode, you go, oh, my God, I'm really scared that this show is going to turn into this movie. This movie. <laughs> And then it doesn't, oh, right? But it seems like it's about to. It seems like it's about to go. So now we did all that, and now we're just going to be like, you know, tropes and right. and just the same old thing you've seen like a thousand times now. And every because we've established that here's this mobster, here's that mobster. Right. It's all just gonna, you know, whatever. But man, it's boring. And Shia LaBeouf is so bad. And. And I don't know what the thing is with him, seriously, mm-hmm. but he comes out with a movie like every year <laughs> or every other year where all of a sudden people yeah. are like, oh, he's so good in this. And and not this one. No. <laughs> no <laughs> one's saying that this about one. this yeah. one, right? Right. But he's got uh, his other movie this year, no, which it, I forget the name of. Was it the Falcon? Are, uh, no. That was the that last, was last one. one. The, uh, and people are like, oh, he's so good. And I watched it. I'm like, Ice Cream what? Falcon or something. How is yeah. he? Right. Anyway. I don't know, but that movie was uh, <laughs> just insane, All insanely right. bad. That movie was seriously like the room of <laughs> mob movies, or you've you know, made whatever. Me, you've got me wanting to watch, and one it's of like your films. him and another guy, and they are like the I don't know what you, they're like the kind of enforcer bag men, and they go yeah. collect money. I mean, they're the tax <laughs> sure, collector, right. right? That's it. And oh God, man, it's just, it's so weird. At some point I was watching that movie and I'm like, all of a sudden this is going to be a different movie, right? right? It's going to, it's going to be like from dusk till dawn and right. we're all They're vampires in, all right? of a sudden or whatever. Sure. I'm like, I mean, cause something has to happen. Something's got to be it? there. No, yeah. no, it doesn't. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that's uh four. That's four for you. Four right. for me is one that a lot of people liked and I could not get there. The Lovebirds. Uh, I I thought it was so formulaic, and even though even though the opening car ride with them when they are on their way to a party and they realize they're going to break up, that sounds so awesome on a napkin. Right, right. And when and when the scene is ten minutes long, the first five minutes are great, and then it just feels. My biggest problem with the whole thing isn't the performances. Issa Rae and Kamal, they're they're fantastic. They're doing their job, and they're both very funny away from projects like this, but together, though they start really finding a riff off each other, it's almost like someone in between takes just hands each of them a post-it note with like, okay, now you're a vampire. Right, right. Like it's, it is also stupid. And go, it's like improving. And and it's all a bad improv even the one the one scene that almost started to save it is when they break into somebody's apartment and then there's a fight. Like that's almost enjoyable enough, but at that point it had already turned me against it. Right. And I couldn't couldn't wait for it to end. I just thought it was so stupid because the dialogue that two smart people and two good comedic actors are forced to say is clearly like they're earning their money because they're looking right. each other dead in the eye and they're saying the dumbest of shit. Yeah. So I hated I hated the Lovebirds. But I hated a film a little bit more, and that's number three, and that's the Jesus Rolls. 
Oh. And and you nailed almost everything. I don't have to. I don't have. This is the best part of getting to the end. Is one of us has probably already said a bunch of stuff. <laughs> it's an incredibly stupid, vapid vanity project that did not need to be made. At best, it was a twelve-minute Netflix short. Right. What's the Jesus right. been up to? That's it. Yeah, right. Totoro ruined. And this is one of those things where later you watch the Hannibal Lecter things and you're like, no, nah, it's still strong in Silence of the Lambs. I can't watch the Big Lebowski and be positive about the Jesus character anymore. It's that <laughs> right, right. damning. It sucks so bad. Yeah. That's my number three. Okay. And uh, so the Lovebirds, just to talk about that real quick, that's not on my list, but was really close. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think the thing that saved that for me uh, in order to not completely hate it is uh, is the two of them when they're least involved with the action, which yeah. is the opposite of how that movie should be, right? And most the whole of it's movie action. is yeah. take some regular people and put them in a weird situation and watch them react to it. Right. And all of that I thought was bad. Right. But right. when they're not specifically reacting. reacting to something and they're kind of just yeah. talking, yep. like that stuff was that all good. good. Which the worst part of that movie for me really is that if, if it had been just ad-libbed, yeah, if they had just said, okay, here's where you are, go. Right. They would have had better stuff. They would have done it. Right. <laughs> right? The script they, is the problem there. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anyway. Totally uh, okay. So, so my three. three, my three is the wrong Missy, which wrong is Missy. Uh, David Spade. Yeah. Uh, it's basically like David Spade making an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Without Adam Sandler. <laughs> and, it's, and it's like Netflix. Yeah. And uh, it. It irritates me really badly because I used to love David Spade. Mm -hmm. I remember watching David Spade when he had not yet done anything except that he had a, like a stand-up special or right. whatever. Like nobody knew who he was. Right. And he was hilarious. He was great. And in the very early days, I was like, this guy's going to grow up to be like the next George Carlin. Yeah. Like I thought he was going to be awesome and he yeah. was going to be like in that era. Uh -huh. Right. And uh, and he was on uh, what's that show? He was on uh, I don't know. He was on some show with uh, I want to say like Brooke Shields or something. <laughs> but oh, was what, is it just shoot me? Yeah, is that what you're yeah. thinking of? Yeah, he he was on that show, and I don't know what happened, but yeah. you know, all of a sudden he came like out the end back end of that show, and he just the was not the same. Yeah, the start of that show was good or yeah. whatever, right? Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. And he has still done stuff that's really good. He he has done other things yeah. that I really like and everything. Yeah. But I don't know. This that's and a bad this one. movie was missy. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's just like a Saturday Night Live skit. Yeah. Now we make it into a movie right. or something and it's you we'll know, see if it takes it's off in not Japan. Funny. We have to find a way to connect <laughs> these skits to each other right. and it doesn't work and it's just sloppy and right. boring and not funny. <laughs> Anyway, uh, and my number two is yeah. Fantasy Island, <laughs> which is uh, not really worth talking about. No, I think. <laughs> I'm not it's, surprised. It's uh, it's it's horrendously bad. I don't understand even why you would like refer to Fantasy Islandness, right? Like, right. just call it like the island, or yeah, you right. know, whatever. Um, but to to get like basically the trademark off of this old TV show that has nothing to do with this movie at all, <laughs> right, right? Right. The only thing it, it's it's like Wish Island right. or you know Sub Magical Island, right. or, And then it turns out to be horror and it's uh, awful and stupid. <laughs> 
And and this is a movie too, even as bad as this movie is, right? Yeah. And even going the direction that it went with like this whole horror nonsense or whatever, I was I still I watched this movie and I'm like, you know, that should have been good. Right. It, <laughs> you could have gave that to somebody who could have made a good movie out of yeah. it. But it is like the the most bonkers, like B horror teenager right. in peril nonsense and those can be fun like i know what you did last summer scream but when they're bad man they're bad oh man it's just it's so awful and it's like every next you know and i don't like horror so right so that's how that that's another big yeah that's where that's going that's an easy one um i don't like most horror anyway right i mean there is some horror that i like and i'm like hey that's actually a good movie but horror where it's like you know, how can I fit five jump scares into this scene? And yeah, right. I know. Uh, what's the dumbest thing this person could do at this point? Right. You know, and that's like pretty much that's all it. there is to this movie yeah. is, is like, that's funny. Uh, what's the dumbest thing that could happen right here? Go the movie, like <laughs> the movie. I don't know. You could have, and, and, and not only that, but it's insulting to watch this movie uh, purely because you could have made this movie in like two days. <laughs> with, I right. mean, you know, it's like sure. you could just film all this. If you had people who knew what they were doing, right? Like you could be done. Do you would wrap this yeah. movie <laughs> before catering anyway. had set up. Yeah. Um, uh, okay. All right, that's so your two. That's all my right, two. my two. My two was Birds of Prey. Um, again, we we basically hit on it. It's it's stupid. It's dumb. It's in a genre of films, which is superhero films that just reports that you're going to like it because hey harley quinn's in it and she's right. got short shorts on so give us your money anything. and we'll do whatever we want even though the story is stupid it's an incredible waste of having you and mcgregor on set right. you know it's just everything is so stupid 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 so that's number two and sort of strangely linked to that the film i hated most last year was wonder woman 2 and wonder woman Whoa. 2 is an absolute perfect combination of every single thing that bothers me about a film it's a sequel that thinks it deserves everything so it tries half as hard it compounds all the problems of everything that set it apart originally and then doubles down on things like just the story doesn't make sense we're going to add a lot of fan service things that should be happening from the intelligence of people in the first film don't even get brought up in the right. second film because we need them to do something in the next scene it's just the resolution of the movie everything. is just a sing kumbaya every, everything yeah everything <laughs> you about don't the actually film. even need a sure, superhero because there are there are some films where you can screw up and still land something really interesting and really intriguing but this one had no interest in doing it and that's all all that's almost all on Patty Jenkins because she's the one that's been on both films. The difference is they had a really talented screenwriter the first time. And the second time she convinced them to let him tell her story and it sucks. And I hate almost every single thing about it, except the small number of scenes that Chris Pine is in. I don't love all of those, but it's just because he's got so much charisma and he and Gal Gadot work really well together. Right. And it's just infuriating to see them do stuff that the whole film should have been much better for. Yet, hey, the fans really want an invisible jet. So, hey, Alakazam, I can make things in. Like, shut up. That's the worst film I've ever seen this year. Oh, yeah. So it's pretty bad. That's it's, it. Uh, man, that's it I didn't. Me. I didn't hate it nearly as much as you. You need to watch it again. My uh, my number one is Fatal. Uh, oh, okay. And interesting. 
and also we we didn't do it on the show, no, but I'm not going to go into like a huge yeah, uh, no. thing about it. But it's Hillary Swank and yeah. Michael Ely, and both of them theoretically talented people, and everything about this movie was insulting. Mm. I thought it's not even that it was bad in, in the sense that I'm like, that's probably exactly what they wanted. Like that, you know what I mean? (laughs) Like that scene, that scene was probably perfect. The director at the end of that scene went, Oh my God, that's better than I thought it could ever be. (laughs) Yeah. And yet everything about the movie is Mm. stupid and, and just literally insulting your intelligence. Like you're so stupid that you're watching this movie and it's, Anything that's uh, anything that's a little bit good about it is just from some other movie, right. and you know it's like the Oscar Wilde uh, thing. I think, right? Like, yeah, the the movie is both original and good, right. but <laughs> what's original isn't good, right? But it, it's just it's such a it's such a strange thing. It is also another movie where it seems like so. I mean, the general idea of Fatal, right? It's I mean, it's not even worth going over, right? But <laughs> it's it's kind of like somebody made this movie who hates this genre and right. hates the idea of this being a movie, mm-hmm. but somebody gave them money and they're like, okay, fine. Yeah. But like, I'll it's, show it's you. like they turned yeah. it down like four or five times <laughs> and then they just kept getting offered right. more money and right. they were like, okay, you want me to make this so bad? Then I will. <laughs> Here you go. It's just, it's just, uh, the dialogue yeah. is bonkers yeah, and you know, just everything about the movie is just, uh, it's, and, and it's not a, it, it's strange because it's not a genre of movie that I would normally like, Yeah, but also <laughs> not a genre of movie where normally, uh, you would get a complete trash movie. Like right. I might even really dislike it and I'd go, but I mean, whatever, it's fine. This and that. Yeah. Whatever. Right. This is not the genre of movie where you usually get films that are making fun of you for watching it right. and being dumb enough to watch it, right? right? That's we have genres for that. Yeah, right. <laughs> for for, that, for yeah. that sort of thing. Anyway, um they are actually both not terrible except that there are some scenes where Hillary Swank especially is really bad and you're like what happened here (laughs) right um because there's somewhere it's like you know this is a stupid thing but she's doing what she's supposed to be doing and that's fine and but then there are other scenes where all of a sudden it's like uh first first day of filming what happened to her or something and then all of a sudden she's just really goofy and it's like are you the same character yeah that's weird i don't know there's uh there's nothing uh good to say about that movie anyway it's good so that's our uh, that's our list. Those are the movies to avoid and hate and ridicule God, and I, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I still, even after all that, I still stand by uh, my statement. There are plenty of years in the last five years, probably all of them, right, where whatever was the worst three movies, I hated more than yeah. all these movies, right? right? I mean, because right. <laughs> where, where right. things just were so much worse. Yeah. So I don't know. That's the uh, it good. Wasn't, it wasn't that good bad. that comes I looked out at, of I looked at last year's worst, and I hated films from last year more than I hated the films from this year. Right. As a whole. Right. Like, you know. All right. So uh, that's our list. Next week will be our own special awards. So that's going to be weird. Too. Tune in for that. Yeah. That is going to be very weird. But I, we'll do I, it. It's fine. I have most of my list done yeah. uh, for for doing all our, all our awards, but not absolutely. And solid again, that's yet. actor, actress, film, screenplay, 
and director. Right. Actor, actress, film, director, screenplay. It's yeah. only the five. We don't go yeah. beyond that. That's right. Yep. So uh, next week, tune in for that. <laughs> Thanks for showing yeah. up, and uh, we'll see you next week. All right. Bye. Bye. Hey, listeners. On behalf of myself and Shane Leonard, we want to thank you for tuning in once again. The Are You Screening podcast is brought to you by areyouscreening.com and a lot of wonderful people who help us out. Surf over to areyouscreening.podbean.com or areyouscreening.com to find out how you can become one of them. All music used in our podcast is courtesy Andrew Lord. Once again, please, please, please subscribe, rate us on iTunes, review us on iTunes, and otherwise trick your friends into listening to us. Good night.